Hello and welcome to LA Redux, a weekly podcast about news in Los Angeles. I'm here with Alex Schmidt. Lovely to be here on this Tuesday night. Indeed. Uh, we have no guest, although we are not alone, are we? <laughs> we have uh, our very first studio audience, uh, Alex Schmidt's brother, Aaron Schmidt, is with and us. And also our first surprise guest, because he kind of dropped in unexpected. Right. Uh, another thing that was unexpected, Kevin James's Super PAC. Finally, something kind of interesting happens in the L.A. mayoral race, right? Kevin James uh, is running for mayor. He is gay. He is a Republican. And uh, a bit of news came out this week. Actually, this was um, kind of long rumored, uh, but it was finally confirmed that a group of well-to-do Republicans are going to fund what's known as an independent expenditure committee uh, in support of Kevin James. Uh, This could, right, Kevin James, not to be confused with the actor, the upcoming, or the star of such films as Paul Blart, Mall Cop. My brother makes his first contribution to the podcast with IMDb. And it was a a pointed one, uh, we should say. Uh, so, yes, a different uh, Kevin James. Yes, yeah, so he could have uh, some very well-funded uh, Republicans uh, helping him out. But, you know, given the results of a lot of ballot measures that had well-funded Republicans behind them, it might not help much. Yeah, um, I think it's a real double-edged sword, uh, right? Because this is, this is exactly the kind of candidate that a lot of money will help because he needs name recognition and uh, and he needs media coverage. And so this will help convince the media that he is a viable candidate. On the other hand, uh, Eric Garcetti and Wendy Gruel are already using this issue as a as a reason to raise money for themselves. And also, if they're, it, it really will tag him with this label of Republican, which was I don't even really think anyone knew about. Not that anyone really knew who he was, but um, but now it really will. He, he's that Republican who's being funded, and also some of this money, a lot of this money may come from. Um, out of state, I heard that one potential donor was this Texas billionaire named uh, Harold Simmons, who uh, had given money to Carl Rove's organization, American Crossroads. But that's not confirmed yet. He's not only just like this Republican, he's also the one person that's really coming out on the pension reform side, as opposed to the other three front runners in the mayoral race, right? Right. He, he really is the, the only outsider, um, mostly just because various other people like yeah. Rick Caruso never, never ran. So he is, he is an outsider on many issues, uh, including that pension plan. Yeah, and I got to say, you know, based on my informal polling of LA Times commenters, <laughs> Kevin scientifically James, proven, Kevin James has a real shot. I mean, I, I actually feel like, Maybe I will vote for a Republican. If he's, oh, yeah, Whoa. for the first time in my Whoa. life, I'm going out there. Is, uh, is the, how, how's, how's Mrs. The, the Mother Schmidt going to feel about that? Susan may look down upon that. I don't know. I mean, look, look, he's ostensibly liberal on social issues. I'm assuming that yes. purely because he's gay. Yes. Um, but if, he, if, he's, if he's got this stance on pension reform that the other candidates don't have, that's, that's huge. That's uh, that could be, the whole thing could pivot on that. You mentioned pension reform, uh, which is being pushed by former Mayor Richard Reardon. Uh, the signatures are currently being gathered, are they not? They are. A uh, member of the SEIU was caught sending emails to members asking members to sign the petitions with fake names. Really? Dirty tricks. Ooh. How were they asking? Uh, it was kind of an email that was sent out, and then it was quickly disavowed by the SEIU. So they tried to retract the email. Uh, sort of. Well, it was one member, and then the spokesman came out and said, oh, pay, pay no attention to this. He'd gone rogue, was right. the general uh, feeling. And we should also say that um, 
Reardon was hospitalized uh, last weekend, very briefly, uh, he, with chest pains. But he's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's all right. And let's also briefly mention the sales tax. Herb Wesson's uh, City Council President Herb Wesson's sales tax uh, was passed today. And by passed, we mean that it's heading to the ballot in March. Um, the SEIU came out against it rather curiously. Unions, unions against the tax raise. Who would have thunk it? Over email as well. <laughs> no, no. I believe they did this uh, in person, uh, officially, officially. Uh, and, um, oh, Mayor Antonio Villaraigosa said he'll only support it. City council do a bunch of stuff that they don't want to do. So uh, already not a lot of support. The LA County courthouses, some of them are closing, are they not? They are. Uh Kind of like high-profile ones, like the Beverly Hills one, West L.A., Malibu. Not to mention Avalon, Huntington Park, Whittier, Pomona, and San Pedro. That is the full list, I believe. Very good. But when this sort of thing happens, it really does kind of... And Aaron actually could could jump in here because he's been to traffic court a number of times. Is that that kind of a dig at your brother, by the way? Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) He's such a bad driver. He's always in traffic court. Because my dad gets... I, this is no, a little side is, note. I co-signed. I co-signed their lease, so I'm the one on his lease and the insurance, so that when he gets a red light ticket, I'm the one that has to go to court. And then the way it gets proven that it wasn't him is I just show my ID, and they're it like, "Oh, it wasn't." It gets if completely. If the person on the lease is not the person in the photo. So is that like a loophole? It's a loophole. It's a, loophole. It's a total loophole, and we do it on purpose. So watch out. So, huh. so a little a little peek into the uh, the Schmidt family in, in honor of Thanksgiving, uh, very appropriately. Um, so is that uh, so does that explain everything we need to know about courthouses? Then I mean, it's going to create a lot of annoyance and pain in the butt for a hell of a lot of people. Uh, bad news for the county, but good news for the state of California, which uh, thanks to the passage of Prop Thirty, now faces a deficit of only. billion. Barely anything at all. Plus, this week, they, and by they, I mean the state of California, debuted its cap-and-trade system, did it not? It did. It's an exciting exciting development, although today wasn't exactly the debut of the system. Today was an auction for credits, which I don't, it's not really the full We've begun capping and trading, have we not? We have. Oh, just the trading, actually. The capping begins soon. The capping is is not here yet, but it's exciting. I mean, we'll see... I, this should work. It's worked in other countries, and um, it's it's an exciting moment. Uh, let's see. In 2006, uh, the state legislature passed AB 32, which created a cap-and-trade system, which uh, puts a limit on uh, the carbon emissions of factories, right? So, like, um, major polluters get a certain number of credits to begin with. Let's say you get 90 of them. Um, and then as the cap comes, the AB 32 emissions uh, limits come, they're not enforced outright, but as the cap comes and people who are in compliance with it, they can sell the credits that are above the limit to polluters who pollute more. So um, they trade credits to be polluters, basically. How does that help? Basically, it gives polluters an economic incentive not to pollute. But if they can, if they can trade their pollution for credits and they're not penalized for it then how does it actually change what it, what it ends up being is it ends up being a tax it's on on carbon correct right no uh no schmidt family story about that one can't think of one um did we did we did we exhaust this topic oh, yet 
good one. Because we have some other uh, environmental uh, stuff to talk about. Uh, Cyclovia. Cyclovia got a bit of funding this week, almost a million dollars, uh, courtesy of the Transportation Development Act. Federal money for Cyclovia. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, I guess it's going to help the. So Cyclovia is this day. How many? I don't know how many they've done. Maybe four or so. Like where they shut off all the streets. Hilla doesn't like that I'm explaining it, but you know, if you don't like this, then write it in in the comments that you already knew what it was. So this day when they like shut down all the streets and people get to ride around on their bikes. So now they're trying to extend the the, the route, and this should should hopefully help with that. Um, I did read one little angry commenter saying that money for, for Cyclovia uh, should actually be going to bike lanes. Mm. Uh, you know, that bike lanes aren't right. getting, you know, their fair whatever. And, and that's a serious issue if that's the case. But the hype of Cyclovia and sort of getting people who otherwise wouldn't even think of riding their bikes excited has to have like this huge, huge benefit that um, has real repercussions. Uh, we should say as part of this grant, uh, Cyclovia is promising two events two months apart, one of which will feature an completely different route. Hmm. Uh, the Expo Line, that's going to go forward, right? Yes. Uh, Expo Line um, had been contested for, for a long time, but most recently a new challenge came through from Neighbors for Smart Rail, which is the Cheviot Hills homeowners group. Um, and the California S- Supreme Court denied um, a stay on construction, which basically would have halted all construction, uh, completing the expo line from uh, Culver City to Santa Monica. And uh, lawsuits are par for the course when it comes to public transit infrastructure building in L.A. County. Um, And as these various uh, contests get struck down, it just it's just sort of more momentum, I think, behind it and away from the NIMBY groups. So the same thing happened with the regional connector downtown. There was a, a contest against that, and, and a judge struck that down. So it's a, it's a good deal. Good deal indeed. In other news, California seceding from the union. <laughs> um, I guess that the Obama administration implemented this thing called petitions what is it petitions.whitehouse.gov or something where online petitions online petitions where one of which i believe is to get um someone to punch grover nordquist in the dick (laughs) but that was that was actually removed from the website and they got twenty five thousand, which is what they need to be did they yeah i think they did yeah he's up he's up on this news item he's up on his dick punching news So these petitions, um, you know, if they get 25,000 signatures, they get an official California will secede from the union. They get an official response, okay? So uh, as of Thursday, California had around 1,100 signatures. So not enough to merit. Not a mountain of support. Uh, Also, we should say that uh, this little matter of states being able to secede from the union was settled in the Civil War. So, Can we uh, also say that Texas has 99,000 backers on its petition to secede? No, we can't say that. <laughs> Speaking of wars, the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas has come to the West Coast to our quaint neighbors in Santa Monica. Santa Monica, apparently, I, I didn't realize how long this had been going on, but they have a tradition that dates back to the 50s of nativity scenes. Of like 1953. These big, elaborate nativity oh, scenes in, there you go, in Santa Monica. Um, and a few years ago, this 
um, atheist kind of atheist activist, you could say, decided uh, atheists deserve to have a place in the nativity, you know, display along with the Christians and whoever else. So he kind of has organized this whole big uh, movement to get atheists in there and really the um it's turned into it turned into kind of a messy battle where there were people breaking the different displays um you know it it was not pretty and uh this year basically the Santa Monica is it the city Santa Monica City Council uh I believe decided that they just weren't going to allow any displays whatsoever rather than referee the religious rumble according to the AP it's a very good turn of a phrase AP writer but they're trying to uh, like the the nativity <laughs> the nativity people are trying to get Santa Monica to allow it. So that's well, they sued, but uh, yesterday the judge uh, tentatively ruled uh, that the city can bar ah. nativity displays, okay. and thus there will be no Christmas this year. Yeah, and there will be no more podcasts because that's it for LA Redux until next week. We should say <laughs> there'll be no podcast until next week. Uh, many thanks to all the Schmitz who joined us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'll be here next week, too. And uh, we remind you to please subscribe to us on iTunes, much as... Uh, uh, Aaron. What? Aaron. <laughs> My name is Aaron. <laughs> really bad with names. Much as uh, Aaron has done, so he says. And uh, maybe leave us a comment while you're at it. Uh, thanks for listening. We will see you all next week. Bye.